to the MX Vice SMX Review Show. Great to uh, have you on board for this podcast. We are going to be talking all things Atlanta, and we'll see uh, what we can go through today with our special guest for this evening. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. We've got uh, Ed Stratman, my colleague from Australia. How are you, sir? Good, thanks, Ben, mate. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on the show, mate. It's uh, another great weekend of racing, and we look forward to... Um Chat, wrapping it up with our special guest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, before we get to uh, bring in our special guest there, we just make sure we mention our sponsors, people that keep us going. We are, of course, fueled by Golf Race Fuels. So thank you very much to them. Uh, they do properly sort things out um, in four wheels and two wheels, uh, whichever discipline they are in, invested in winning. Uh, also, we have help um, from Kawasaki Motors UK. Uh, they're pleased to announce the arrival of the new KLX 140R range. The easy to ride KLX 140R lineup offers a 144cc four stroke engine plus suspension and push-button electric start, which makes for great trailblazers. The KLX 140R machines come in three different sizes, ranging from juniors of first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding. The highly, highly regarded KLX 140R range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023. Contact your local off-road dealership for more information. Uh, also supported, brought to you by AS3 Performance the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts from hard wearing protection parts including skid plates and radiator braces to performance cooling parts including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits AS3 also have a huge range of brake, clutch and gear levers all with different features and adjustability check them out online at www.as3performance.uk uh, our usual um, co-host on the SMX Review Show is Brad Wheeler uh, so we wish him all the best as he brings not one but two new Wheeler babies into the world hopefully this evening so yeah we wish him all the best but yeah we certainly wish him all the best here and uh, you can still use his name so it's Brad Wheeler 10 if you go to evenstrokes.com thank you to them for their constant support uh, and that helps to keep MX Vice going so go to evenstrokes.com Whatever you want, motocross will, on, will be on there and you can get 10% off just from uh, tapping in Brad Wheeler 10 on site. Right, without any further ado, then we shall bring in our special guest for the evening. And it is welcome to Mr. Stars Robertson. How are you, sir? Good, good. Just, uh, you know, on the men. Got uh, surgery last Wednesday in Colorado. Got home on Saturday and, uh, yeah, just kind of back to it now. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, such a shame. And we, we obviously had you booked several weeks in advance. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that we're not cursed curses on people because, uh, you know, then we won't get any uh, <laughs> any uh, stars on at all. So, uh, but we've had uh, we've had a few good guys uh, carry on after speaking to us. So that's good news. Uh, but yeah, sadly for yourself there. So you, the crash was, was crazy because you, you actually got up from the crash okay. And then it was just the bikes piling into you, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, just got wheel spin on the three in in the split lane at Phoenix, and just barely came up short. But uh, I was just a little too nose down, and it and it just rode me off the next jump and endowed me, and you know, hit the ground. I was fine, and then next thing I know, I'm getting you know smoked by the people behind me, and uh, yeah, that's that's the worst part. But uh, you know, it's what we do. It's part of it. Uh, <laughs> just sucked. Um, you know, I felt. Felt okay all all day during Phoenix. I felt good. My qualifying didn't reflect on how good I actually felt on the bike. Um, so I was really looking forward to the Triple Crown, knowing that you know I'm normally a pretty good starter and and things tend to get a little wild at Triple Crown. So I was looking forward to it, but uh, yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, it really was. I mean, uh, you'd, you'd had a podium in the in the season as well, and it was uh, starting to really gain momentum. And I mean, all of you guys on your team there, the Star Racing Yamaha, putting in a, a solid season to properly uh, uh, stick it to these um, pesky Lawrence brothers. I mean, uh, <laughs> so yeah, of course you'd, you'd had podium success before at, uh, at Daytona, but uh, yeah, that was just your first proper indoor podium, is that right? 
yeah, yeah. First proper indoor podium, which was nice. Um, I had, I feel like, pressure on myself to get it done um, in a normal Supercross just because, you know, everyone was like, oh, you know, Daytona doesn't count. Daytona's this, Daytona's that. Um, but, uh, yeah, now I finally did it. Wish we could have done it more this year, but, uh, you know, can always wish. <laughs> you got to do it. So uh, <laughs> it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I still love Daytona. I wish I would have raced there this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I mean, it was because you're on the West Coast, weren't you? So, yeah, you wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have ridden it anyway. So, pretty nasty. I mean, um, just before uh, Ed asked you a question there, I just thought uh, I'd check with you. What, what is the actual injury? What was it you had uh, you had plated? And, and how long do you think your recovery is going to be? Is any outdoor motocross possible this year? Or is it now just full focus on A124? No, right now the focus is getting back to 100% as soon as possible. Um, I got a plate and I think seven screws in my fib. And then um, I dislocated my ankle a bit when I tried to step on it so they had tightened up the bottom of my tib and fib they were kind of separated and then they had to um, repair a ligament in my ankle from my tib to my ankle just from stretching it from the dislocation Um, because when I tried to get off the track I stepped and I watched it roll and that kind of freaked me out a bit uh, watching it roll Um, so yeah um, but I mean the surgeon I went and seen Bell was amazing he uh, got me right in and uh, knocked surgery out. Everything went really well. So the goal is we're going back there in four weeks to Colorado to check in with him. Um, just, I mean, they didn't put me in a cast, luckily. They want me to start getting my movement back. Um, so just really the next four weeks are really important. But, uh, yeah, definitely outdoors is the goal. Uh, we'd been riding it a little bit, and I was feeling really, really good on outdoors. So it was a bit of a bummer. Um as even the last year, last year I felt really good on outdoors. I got to put him at Red Bud and yeah. kind of was that fifth, sixth guy for a while, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, bouncing around there. And, and I felt good. So I was really looking forward to outdoors on this Yamaha. And uh, yeah, just uh, we're, we're, our goal right now is just to get, get back to 100% and hopefully make it to some. Yeah, yeah. mate, you're certainly hugely talented rider and probably maybe a little bit underrated in, in some circles. Um, so it must be so frustrating, all these injuries just set you back and don't allow you to build that really solid base because, um, yeah, things are certainly going in the right direction, mate, and you obviously got the star ride. And I was also going to ask if, uh, as a second part to the question, how, how have you found the transition to the new team? Obviously, you had yeah. a lot of good mates and it's probably quite a difficult environment, super competitive, lots of heavy hitters. So it must have been a bit of a change, mate. Yeah, when I first came over, I will admit it was it was a bit different, you know. Just they had their own clique, their own you know kind of group, and you know I was on the other side. I was you know the Austrian brand kind of you know almost kind of rivals. So it was a big change, but uh, no, everyone's been awesome. Um, gotten to know everyone really good, and you know got to know Swanee really well, and it's been it's been awesome. You know, they're a team that speaks for you know their reputation speaks for itself. So to be there is pretty surreal, and uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, but uh, it just it just sucks like you said i keep putting my, myself behind the eight ball you know at millville got hurt was out for all of you know the rest of the outdoors and then even led into a little bit of supercross prep time so i came in way out of shape and just kind of you know behind the eight ball when i got to the team so it felt like we were finally catching up on fitness and kind of getting to where we needed to be and then you know boom again so it's always like i'm playing catch up but uh you know this one i told swami and told the team like i'm not taking any time off like you know today today's monday and I, i already went to the gym i was like you know i don't want to lose anything 
I want to stay in that, you know, that routine of just like nothing happened, you know, even though I can't do any leg stuff, I, I just want to do anything and everything I can to not put myself further behind. Yeah, it's a good yeah. attitude, mate. Obviously, you're pretty like you're in a pretty good mood, like you're mentally, you're pretty positive and, you know, you sound pretty um, happy about things. But yeah, it must have been um, just so frustrating for you. But also because you were, you were pretty good mates with, um, you know, Dino and Swole and Mike Brown. Is, how was the training side of it with the new guys, obviously with Swanee and, and the, at the goat farm and just training with probably more riders and, you know, you maybe don't see the 450 guys as much, but does it does it feel more professional, more competitive, more fierce, any of those sort of things at the new at the new team? No, it's definitely more competitive for sure. You know, we kind of do the, the training we do. It's kind of, you know, uh, see who rises, I guess, every day. You know, every day there's someone else or someone different fast. You know, like, you know, someday it's, you know, Nate's fastest or Jordan or Levi or whoever it may be. Um, so it's definitely not really the intensity every day is something that took me a while, like took me a little bit to get used to. It's just every day's a race day here, which is really good practice. And um, even when I jumped on outdoors, you know, obviously Justin Cooper's riding outdoors now and Justin Cooper's kind of the man on outdoors, like his speed and qualifying speaks for itself. And, you know, him and Jet the past year, two years have kind of went, you know, tit for tat a lot. Um, so it's it's pretty crazy, you know. But uh, it's it's been good. The goat farm. I, I was down here as an amateur a little bit um, throughout the years, seeing Jeannie and checking in. Um, so it's cool to be back, which they've changed the place a lot. But uh, no, it's been good. You know, I'm starting to get along with everyone really well and kind of uh, feel a part of it, which is nice. At first, it was a little intimidating, but uh, now now it's nice and uh, I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys were um, were uh, quick on the response. I mean, if people are thinking we've sort of got a, a special deal going on with your team or not because we had Levi on last week and now yourself this week, simply the case that you guys just replied to the messages that I sent out faster than anybody else. So that's why. So you're even fast, even hot on the Instagram messaging to get booked into this uh, this podcast. So got to say thanks. And uh, uh, we, we love that in the media when we don't get ignored. So thanks a lot for uh, <laughs> coming back to us and, uh, and getting stuck into that. And of course, um, yeah, such a major shame as well for your team with Nate having such a big crash now as well. I mean, do you know much of, uh, of the extent of his injuries or have you just uh, been really keeping yourself to yourself? No, I reached out and, you know, checked in on him and uh, he kind of told me a little bit, which I think he's posting on his Instagram now about his hip coming out, which, you know, sucks and, and his shoulder, which, you know, just sucks because I didn't even realize this until we were talking to the gym today. Like he can't even crutch around. Now he has, you know, his shoulder too. So uh, it really sucks for him. You know, he was, you know, putting up a good fight for, you know, having no ACL and yeah. kind of the things that have had happened to him. So, yeah, it's, it, it really sucks for him. Yeah, it's bad times. I mean, we don't want a, a pro circuit star situation and uh, get the whole uh, the whole team gone. I mean, cracky, that's just uh, yeah, it just gets uh, and the huskies too. Know. And the Huskies, yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, it is getting to that point, isn't it, when it starts to hit the teens, the round 13, 14, 15, that's when it starts to, with the field starts to thin out, and uh, yeah, the privateers start to get a few more top 10 results when they <laughs> an easy transfers to the name. So yeah, it's uh, it's very tricky, but uh, it, it is the sport, isn't it? So uh, yeah, I mean, the, the great thing is, Stars, that you, yeah, you are still very upbeat, it seems to me, and uh, you were straight on the messaging when I said, okay, mate, you know, if you're having surgery and all that stuff, then, you know, don't worry about our podcast, and you were like, no, I'm good, so now that's uh, that's brilliant to see so yeah so so the aim then you don't have a time scale yet on your recovery it's just you want to try and get some 2023 outdoor action going on yeah i would assume it's probably eight to ten weeks just you know kind of normal um diagnosis i guess you would say but uh i'm gonna do everything i can to 
um, impress him at that four-week checkup and kind of go from there. Um, I know I can't wait there until I go and see them. So it's just kind of range of motion, you know, now until then. And uh, it feels really well, actually. It's surprising me. Um, I mean, heck, I'm not a week, not even a week out. And I got some good ankle movement up and down. Um, so, yeah, like I said, just, just keep, you know, put all my focus into that all day. And uh, I think, you know, by the time that four-week checkup, hopefully we can be further along than we're supposed to be. Also, I was going to ask about the keep to continue on the star theme. But do you feel uh, the pressure and a lot of weight ex- and expectations going to that team? Obviously, it's a very um, you know demanding schedule and demanding program. They expect results, and they're they're no, they're no sort of pushovers at all. So they're happy to move guys in and out because they want to win now. There's no sort of no let up and it's an all in situation. So is that a tough thing to deal with? And as also with um, us being MXGP, um, you're pretty good mates with Farrah's obviously game. So, and Levi was saying last week, how he's so skillful on the bike. He's a little bit envious of some of the stuff he does. So uh, what's your thoughts on him? Yeah. For the, to answer your first question, the team. Yeah. It's, it's, it's honestly a little nerve wracking coming here at, at first, you know, cause you know, you hear how they are and everything, but the team's been really helpful. They've been, you know, really helping me with anything and everything I need need um so yeah i mean i can't thank them enough and then uh yeah gillam i i love gillam actually we became pretty pretty tight friends and uh yeah we were working this section this is actually kind of funny like probably three weeks ago and he's hitting it so fast and his feet are on the pegs and i'm just like dude how are you doing this like uh, I, if i kept my foot on the peg i'm gonna fall over like how are you doing this but uh no he does some really cool things on, on a dirt bike for sure and um, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people outdoors for sure. What are your sort of expectations for him? Do you think it, you know, he's obviously hit the ground running last year and surprised a lot of people. Um, we've sort of been watching him in the AMX and a bit of MX2 and he's he's a super talent. But um, are you expecting top fives off the bat? Because he's obviously just been focusing on outdoors, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it's it's for him the hardest part is going to be the tracks because, you know, there's mm. so much different than the GPs. Um, so I think like a polo track is going to be a little different for him where you get to like a hang town, second moto, rough, jumping bumps and stuff. And I mean, I could see him, you know, for sure being up front. Like I see him being for sure a top five guy. Um, he's, he's really talented and I don't think he's ever been able to just focus on training and do these things. Um, so now that he's, you know, able to do those things and on a really good bike and team, I think that the opportunities are pretty, uh, I think, uh, I think he's going to shock a lot of people. And even at like Apollo, if, you know, if he goes there and, and figures it out, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. Just, yeah. Before I let you chime in with one, Ben, it must be the facilities, obviously for all you guys there just look absolutely incredible. Like it's just schmick, isn't it? It must just give you that extra five, 10% you need sometimes and you're not wasting time traveling like you might be in a California. Obviously, you're at the Baker's factory, but for the guys in California, they'd be wasting time going to the shop, going to the track and the traffic, whereas you guys in obviously there have just a one-stop shop for everything. It must give you that little bit of extra help, time for testing, time to do so much more stuff, train there, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, 100%. We were testing outdoors a few weeks ago, and, like, if you want to make a swing, you know, you just go out to the shop, tell them, hey, I want to try this. And, you know, within 45 minutes, I mean, you can change your motor, you can change suspension, you can do whatever you want, you know. So it's pretty nuts in, in regards to that. Like, I mean, heck, you can do whatever you want. Like, literally, whatever you want, you could do if, if you tell them. And, and I think it's pretty crazy, but it's it's kind of, you know, levels ahead 
head compared to you know other places where you know you're there you can change whatever you want and uh it's good too because they're not afraid like if you tell them you know hey we need a bump or you know we need roughness we need this or that or you know they'll they're open to doing anything anything to win they will do Nice one. Yeah, it's definitely, you can see it's, it's an atmosphere that breeds results in it. Cause I mean, like uh, Eli jumped straight across to the Yamaha and, uh, and won straight away with it and um, was just instantly better off the starting line, which was always his, his kind of weakness. So yeah, they definitely got things uh, sorted out there. Um, I heard from Levi say actually about Guillaume Farah's that, uh, yeah, he's actually pissed him off with how, how quick he, <laughs> how quick he can be and the, uh, the things he can do on the bike. So yeah, that would be uh, very interesting to watch, uh, watch, especially as, uh, as European fans, we would like to see in there. Yeah, not, yeah, we love you American guys, but uh, yeah, we do, we do want to see the Europeans do well. <laughs> yeah, you guys got a soft spot for him, I understand. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was always pleased to see Dylan doing so well as well uh, over there. I mean, uh, what's uh, his situation now? What, what are you seeing from Dylan? Is he is he back on a bike? Is he testing? I've lost track of it a little bit. Uh, yeah, honestly, I haven't really seen him much, to be honest. Um, I know, you know, he got... In, it got it, Hit, hit his head again in, in Daytona and then honestly from there I haven't seen him um, but our riding schedules are different you know he doesn't change, train with Swanee and you know when you're racing you're not riding as much so um, yes. yeah I'm not I'm not 100% sure on that fair enough fair enough nice one so uh, yeah obviously this is the SMX review show so we are talking also uh, things that happen at Atlanta so um, yeah did you watch the races at Take It Stars do you, or are you staying clear of it or did you actually uh, watch it yourself I watched a little bit. Um, I also was watching on Twitter because I was traveling on Saturday. So uh, the, the airplane Wi-Fi wasn't the best. So I, I watched a little bit and then, uh, yeah, read a little bit. But uh, this this 450 title chase is unreal. I yes. think it's going to be down to Salt Lake. And I see them two probably finding each other and it being a barn burner. <laughs> I think that's what we'll keep our fingers crossed for, Ed, isn't it? I mean, how did you uh, how did you take it from your side, and what, what were your thoughts after uh, Atlanta, Ed, for yourself? I think yeah. that uh, Cooper is one gnarly man, you know, and, and and Eli. I mean, I've been an Eli fan since before I can remember. Like being an amateur, Eli was always my favorite, Coops. and uh, you know, I've trained with Coop, and I know how Coop is, and. Uh, I don't even I don't even know who to pick. I like both of them. I, I, honestly, it's going to be I think whoever kind of comes into Salt Lake with the momentum, I see carrying it. You know, this next weekend's going to be a big one. Hmm. It's six points now, right? So, yeah. you know, a win is big. Three points. So, a win is big. And uh, New Jersey, I'm not sure whose whose stats are better coming in, but uh, man, I I I don't see that two stopping anytime soon. No, nah, it's going to be uh, an intriguing fight, isn't it? Edward, what was your take on it? Yeah, it's just it's just so good, isn't it? It's just yeah, it's sort of it's sort of the sort of spoilers with Sexton coming in and getting the win, and you know it's, he's got like a sneaky hope maybe, and then Barsha and Roxon are, you know, they've been pretty pretty good all year, Barsha, especially since um, Daytona, he's really kicked it into gear, and he's got to be pretty close to getting a win, and yeah, and Kenny on obviously he's pretty good on that kind of a track too, and just handled it really well because it was pretty savage um, by the end of it there. So, but yeah, it was weird seeing those two guys who are really well, both of them off the podium. That's sort of one of the key takeaways yeah. obviously um usually it's every week it's guaranteed first second or third and yeah it wasn't there and even plessinger was catching 
Tomac and Webb at the end. Obviously, his weekend didn't go as he wanted. So, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just such a good, such a good class. And even Colt Nichols getting back in there, and Dino getting eighth, which um, wanted to yeah. ask Styles about because obviously he's good mates with Dino. It'd be good to finally be breaking those top tens after getting so close for the most of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, we, we we got uh, Styles just having an issue there, so he's dropped out. Hopefully, he'll be able to join us back in a second. But uh, we'll sort something out here with the edit. I'm sure we're, uh, it's just making me edit more again. I can see what. It's doing to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we're all good. Hang on a second. I think we got Styles back. Hey, Styles. That's all right. I, I'm not sure if Ed was born you or, uh, you know, you just sent a few on me there. So, you know, a lot, a, lot, a lot of people glaze over a little bit when Ed sort of stuff. Sorry, Ed. Yeah, yeah just... nah, mate. Aussie accent, he's probably like, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's cool. Like, you're know, just saying about uh, about the, the points chase between between Cooper and Eli and obviously um, Aaron uh, Plessinger catching them and ne- nearly getting amongst them. And very entertaining to see Cooper on the podium saying that he wrote like shit. <laughs> that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's pretty crazy, you know, the him him beating, you know, Tomac just like like you know, tip or tap the whole race is is pretty gnarly. And uh yeah, I think kind of the next you know, whoever gets that next win is it it's a lot of momentum for these last couple of races, you know, who 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 wins I think New Jersey is it's gonna be a lot. Um and it shows how much Coop wants to win. You know, he changed a big thing on his forks from what I hear and uh that's pretty crazy. That shows how big they want, how bad they want to win right now. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I'll be glued to my couch when that property <laughs> mate comes on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Everything's legal in New Jersey. That's what they say, wasn't it? In, uh, in Hamilton, is it? That's what they say. No, my missus keeps uh, throwing that one at me. Uh, but yeah, so looking good uh, for that side. And and it's not just about those two. I mean, Chase pressure off suddenly goes whole shot. Well, not whole shot, but you know, grabs the lead quite early. And holds it, actually held it to all the way to a win, which was just so good to see. I mean, I mean, we're all. Well, I mean, I, I'm an ex-racer, nowhere near to the level that you got, and, and we're all feeling the pain of somebody who goes out there and has clearly got the speed and just keeps making those little mistakes. So, I mean, what, what was your? I don't know your relationship with Chase, how, how well you know him, but uh, yeah, could you see that sort of having an impact on him? And how good must it have felt for him to actually have shaken that one off and, and brought one home? Yeah, no, 100%. I think that goes for anybody. I mean, anybody that's led a race and knows they can win and, you know, just that happened happened to them and happened to them, I mean, what, probably three times this year? Like, I can't imagine that. Um, Chase's speed and and bike skill has been, I think, probably the best of the class all year. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, I I'm I like Chase. I know Chase pretty well, and uh, I I mean, heck, he could sneak into it. You know, a couple wins and, and yes. a couple more of those performances from. I mean, that wasn't even a bad performance for those two, so you can't even say that. But you know, a couple <laughs> more performances of you know Kenny, Barsha, um, and you know maybe even get AP in there. Um, I think it, yeah, you don't know what could happen. And it's pretty crazy to think about if that Red Cross incident with that 12 points didn't come mm. out because that or seven points, whatever it was, because it would be really interesting now with, with, with that not happening. And, uh, yeah, I mean, heck, even those crashes, if those wouldn't have happened and that, you know, that, that Red Cross, heck, I mean, he might even be the points leader right now. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. I mean, he's dropped, he's dropped more points than the 17 that he's now back from. So, yeah. That is uh, clearly that because not just the points he's dropped himself, but the points that others have earned as a result of his uh, right. uh, of his problems. Then yeah, for sure. Then uh, yeah, I mean um, I, I'm working on it, uh, should we say? Uh, not to get too much away, but I've got something in the uh, in, in the works for that. 
and and of course, like you say, there's not there's not just those three. I mean, Barsha is bang on form. Got to be so up for this weekend uh, up in his local area. So that will be stunning to watch. I I, I am we're going to get asked about predictions later, but I am going for Barsha this weekend. That is going to happen, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Kenny up there gets a good start, as we saw. Jason seems to be loving the fact that he's a father now and, and almost came out the blocks so much better. I don't quite know what happened to Anderson at the end. It didn't come clear on the broadcast. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. either. But uh, yeah, and I think AP had a little clutch problem um, from his Instagram post. And uh, I, uh, I talked to him as well. So uh, yeah, I think AP with a good start, you know, and, and all of them up there, you know, heck, it, it could, you know, it could get interesting with Chase at the end for sure. Yeah, so, I don't know if you guys saw the track walk that um, on Racer X that uh, Barsha and Plessinger did, but um, that was absolute gold. Like they, you can just see how much fun they're having it, and they, you know, they just they don't take it too serious. Obviously, when they put the helmet on, it's all it's all action. But um, it's pretty cool to have personalities like that in the sport. Do you um, plan on being a bit wild, mate, when you get on the podium again, or doing some more crazy uh, vlogs? Do you like that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just get up there and freeze. I feel like I have a bit of personality in me. I'm just a little scared to show it. <laughs> you know, whether that's even Instagram, I don't know. I just overthink everything, and I'm scared yeah. to post something funny. Um, but, uh, no, maybe maybe the next time I get up there, I'll, I'll, I'll do something funny. So hopefully we can get, get there outdoors. That would be nice. Yeah, well, surely yeah. you must have learned a bit from Dino as well with the vlogs and the tube, the way he, um, he does it. He tears it up. And obviously, how, how have you been um, keeping track of his season? He must be happy to be getting those top tens because he's he's obviously a guy that's got a ridiculous speed and talent. And on the test track, you know, you hear him; he's so frustrated. He's like, "I'm as fast as all the all his teammates last year and his teammates now." And like, he just he said he has, gets a fair bit of anxiety on the gate. He's spoken about that, which is quite a brave thing to do. So you must how's how's he going because obviously your mates with him he's he's good to see him a couple of top tens yeah and yeah no i actually talked to him on his drive back from atlanta and i was giving him crap i was like dude you passed your josh and then he passed you back <laughs> i was giving him crap but uh no he's honestly he's been really good like he's been coming around and qualifying a little bit better and uh yeah i don't know i think that he's really he's really stepped it up this dad life he's surprising you know he's doing good um so it's funny to see i love i love dina so uh yeah i don't know i think it's you know him and him and uh justin hill are, are in a tight battle in points so uh, it's gonna come down to the the wire it was funny he was talking to me about it but uh no, I think I think it'll be good. Um, he's I think he's in a in a, in a good headspace right now. So uh, I'll be curious to see you know what he can do the rest of the year. Maybe maybe we can get him fired up and and get him a top five qualifying or something. Yeah, that'll be good. I mean, yeah, he's he's got the pace, hasn't he, for sure. So yeah, are you uh, are you fancying in the future um, following him him over to do a bit of WSX, a bit of that worldwide stuff? You know, if the, if the opportunity arises, you know, I would definitely. I mean, um, I think it'd be really cool to go over there and, and travel and, and race in front of you know a worldwide platform would be pretty unreal. You know, um, I think definitely in the next few years too, it's going to blow up. Obviously, you know, this year is kind of there or this past year is our first year getting started and i think this year it's going to turn even more heads so uh yeah I, I mean i'd love to do it i think it'd be really cool i'd, I'd heck i'd even love to do an mx uh gp one one weekend i think that'd be a lot of fun do it i think i think uh, it'd be the ideal recovery for you mate i mean you got the british grand prix end of october 
this end of September, certainly. Come on over. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to the team, see, see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. And just um, another one of you kept track of Chambers, obviously, going over. He started off quite impressively, really. Not Didn't have an ideal weekend last weekend, but it's only a good thing. Brings a bit more spotlight to MXGP. And um, are you a fan of the series in general, too? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually a fan. Uh, I, I try to I try to pay attention as, as much as I can. Um, I actually went and watched the first round with uh, Gilliam and, and Justin Cooper. So it was, it was actually pretty funny. He's a big Ruben Fernandez fan, so he was uh, he was so happy. It was so funny. But uh, no, I, I tried watching. Yeah, Chambers. I you know I seen how he did, and uh, yeah, I think I mean heck, it'd be really cool to go over there and race. Those guys are, you know, that's all they do all year. So they're obviously you know really talented at it, and uh, it, it'd be cool just to go do the weekend. You know, do the practice, do the qualifying, do kind of that format to mix it up a little bit, and uh, you know, kind of see where we stack up. But uh, yeah, I think that that talent that talent is deep right now, especially with you know Liam already on the podium. I think you know everyone expects huge things from him, and I think he's going to be unreal. Um, so yeah, I, I think it'd be cool to go over there for sure. Is he talking up the team Spain with him, Prado, Fernandez? Is he bigging it up uh, for the nations, mate? And do you want to go over as a fan? As well? You don't even know. We all hear about Team Spain. He says Team Spain, baby. Oh, so it's, it's a classic. We're we're even playing video games, and he got like a bunch of his Spain kids in there. Oh, it was so funny. He's just yelling in the head headset, Team Spain, Team Spain. And I'm like, oh, so, it's a lot of fun. He's, he's He's, he's, he's something else. Do you plan on heading to the Nations this year? It's going to be in France. Maybe um, if all goes to plan, would you like to be there? Yeah, if all goes to plan, I get back on the bike and you know go out there and show I can and represent. I show I can represent and win. I I will be there. Trust me, yeah. I will. I will dye my hair red, white, and blue. I will have paint on my face. I will do whatever. That would be the best weekend of my life if I got chose to do that. And what about as a fan? Would you head to, just to watch it? No, I don't think I'd go that far to watch. Oh. Um, I Not even for Team Spain. Team Spain. Yeah, if Team Spain, if he races, you know, I'm maybe I'll go. If he, if he races and, and, and if he maybe if he does, I'll, I'll even throw a Team Spain hat on or something. <laughs> Superb. I mean, there you are. Surely he's got to give you, give you a pass. You know what I mean? Like, you know, get your, get your ticket paid for and stuff. Yeah, he better. He better. <laughs> you can say you're just acclimatizing for when you get picked. You know, you're just going to get ready for that experience. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's your excuse. Come on, we've got to build this now. Yeah, check the weekend out. Get ready for the next year. Yeah, done that. Absolutely. Yeah, get check the food, check the languages. Yeah, you get you get yourself fully prepped now. Got to be done. Yes, sir. <laughs> But yeah, I mean it's uh, it's going to be super hard in the 450s uh, moving forward. I mean we've got uh, where are we now? We've got five rounds left to go, and yeah, 17 points between. Um, no, actually, it's uh, I tell you lie, it's 15 points uh, between Sexton and uh, and Tomac. So three rounds. Hey, if he, if he wins uh, wins the last five rounds, he's champion. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a mathematical certainty. So you know that that could be done. But yeah, I mean. It's strange the pressure comes off him and then Chase suddenly goes and, and does his thing. Um, but yeah, even with other people getting involved, I mean, uh, can you? I mean, Kenny looks like he's got another race win in him. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be very tough for, for both of those riders, isn't it, going down the stretch? Yeah, and I think, you know, Chase, as much as Chase is still in it, I think mentally he's in the best spot because he's got nothing to lose. 
you know, he he's kind of in that spot of I win, I win. If not, whatever. Where you know, Coop and and Eli are kind of in must win, have to beat each other situations. You know, so um, I think I think Chase is in a good spot. It's, it's man, I don't even know how to predict it. It's it's just going to be interesting. We definitely, as fans, have gotten some really good racing this year. Do you feel that's maybe why he won on the weekend? Just to have that burden sort of off him and he could sort of be right himself. But it's still he, the concentration and focus must be immense. Like, how, how do you find dealing with, you know, going really fast but going over the limit, finding the balance must be um, very challenging um, because it's just like you want to win, you want to be as fast as possible. But one false move and, you know, there's not many second chances in um, supercrosses there or motocross in general. Yeah, I just seen an interview with Chase too, and it kind of made sense. He's like, you know, I got out front at these past races, and I wasn't even looking at my pit board, and kind of felt like I was out there by myself, and I was just watching the leaders. And I honestly, I, I don't remember what I was doing, but I like kind of sat there and reflected on that, and it kind of it made a lot of sense. You know, you're kind of you got nothing to look forward to, so the only thing you're doing is looking behind you and kind of worrying. So it honestly clicked with me too, and I was like, wow, that's a, you know, that's a good way to look at it. You know, just get out front, race your pit board, and and I think. That's exactly what he did this weekend, you know. So I think if that clicked in his head, and you know, maybe it did. Um, with his speed, it's gonna be crazy last few rounds because, like I said, the pressure's off. You know, he's just he's he's just uh, go win or whatever. You know, so yeah. I mean, the pressure of leading the Supercross is insane. Like, obviously, it's Seattle. The pressure cracked me. <laughs> uh, I'm still laying in those whoops. Some may say so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't I can't say much about it. But uh, I think if if he really did figure that out, I think it's gonna be a uh, it's going to be a story to then. Yeah, I mean, if, if he keeps going, there will be pressure by the time the last round comes on because he will yes. be right there. So, yes. yeah, that's where it's going to really come down. So, yeah, I think, I think that could be the best situation for all of us uh, as fans and, uh, and pundits and uh, people who want uh, people like us who want people to click onto our site. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be working through that one for sure. So, uh, yeah, great stuff. And, uh, yeah, Ed, anything else that. Uh, Ed, have you got anything else on the 450 yeah, side? Yeah, just, just wanted to ask you on um, how, how brutal some of those tracks are by obviously the main event. Obviously, they're, they're nice in practice and qualifying or whatever, but how just how brutal they get for you guys, it must be quite a minefield out there. And also just how much respect you have for the privateer guys, you know. Um, it, it must be a tough living what they do. Obviously, it's, it's hard enough being on a team, all the amount of work you do and, and just the travelling, it's hard. But how, how much respect you have for those guys as well? Oh, yeah, those guys are really the, the – I mean – you know, we think we work hard. We don't even have to wash our bike or anything at the end of the day. Those guys are insane, you know. Like, I have so much respect for all those guys that come every weekend and, you know, do it by themselves. It's yeah, it's insane. But uh, on to the track, um, yeah, I mean, A1 was the gnarliest Supercross I've ever ridden. Like, just rough, holes, rutted. It was just so awkward. Um, I couldn't even imagine the 450 main you know how it broke down but uh yeah i mean he supercross it's crazy you know everyone thinks supercross is just smooth and you know perfect but it's <laughs> far from that you know you get into a main event and it is rough and chewed up and the whoops are edgy and yeah i mean it's 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 gnarly like and even the 450 guys you know that's another gnarly part is you know you go out there after we did 15 minutes on the track and beat it up and now you have gnarly 450 guys with you know twice the freaking power 
just beating it up even more. So, yeah, I mean, the tracks, I don't think it gets enough credit for how gnarly, like, Atlanta was a gnarly race when you look back at the photos and, and the, you know, the footage. Like, I think that's a big thing for Chase to win that one, too. Like, that's one that could have bit and, you know, it didn't. Yeah. So, I think confidence-wise and everything, he's got to be, he's got to be pretty high going in these next few rounds. Yeah, for certain. I mean, they were all talking about it on the podium, weren't they, about how nasty the track was getting. And yeah, even even though it was a longer circuit, so, uh, you know, they weren't doing as many laps in the, in, the, in the 20 minutes plus one. So, yeah, they still uh, chewed up badly, even with uh, only sort of, what, I think did 16, 17 laps in total, I'll have to check. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were certainly, um, it certainly still got bad enough, didn't it? So, yeah, I mean... Um, that, that was something that um, Shane McElrath said to us, that when he moved to 450s, he suddenly never sees the track perfect. <laughs> By the time he gets to it, it's, it's already a state. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's pretty wild. So, yeah, talking 250 then. So uh, we've got the big uh, showdown coming up. The, the two Lawrence brothers, we got it wrong on last week's podcast. We thought it was coming up this weekend. It's not. It's coming up this weekend now uh, up at um, uh, the New York Giants Stadium, which is great. So that's, that's what it, it's still going to be called as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so, uh, yeah, up at East Rutherford there. How do you see it, Lawrence, against Lawrence? Who's going to come out on top? Um... And you can say a monster Yamaha if you like. I don't mind. That would be perfectly acceptable. Yeah, I was honestly going to say, I honestly, I think, uh, I'm wondering if they can both win the title this weekend. I'm not sure on that. Uh, Hunter Hunter definitely can. Yeah, Hunter definitely can. Not sure on Jet. But I think I'm predicting someone not with the red plate to win. I'm predicting probably, I think a star Yamaha will win. And uh, yeah, I think... I think I honestly could see Levi getting it done this weekend personally. Um, I think he kind of, I think just talking to him, he wants to do it at the East West and heck, I'd love to see it do it. Uh, so uh, let's go West coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's, uh, let's do that. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, jet it's uh, there's three races left for jet or there's two after this one. So uh, even if he, um, if he wins, no, if he, if he wins, there's still 52 points. So, yeah, actually, yeah, if he wins, he might want to clinch it. If he wins and RJ fails to score, so fails to make the main, then, yeah, he actually, he actually could clinch it. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, it'll go to Denver then. So, uh, RJ's another good pick. You know, RJ's a, a gamer, so uh, he could be really good at the East-West. Um, obviously, Nate was really good at the East-West last year, so that sucks to see him out. But, uh, no, I'm, I, I think um, Hunter will probably be in salvage mode, I would assume try to get the title done and, and won. Um, and then I think you're going to have someone like Levi who just wants to win, doesn't care, not in a championship, just wants to win. Um, so I could see him uh, doing really well. And maybe even Joe, you know, Shimoda, he's got mm. nothing to lose, just came in, you know, go for it. Can't, yeah, it's a good it's a good option, mate. And, um, another, another guy who probably is due for a podium. What Have you seen um, Enzo Lopes? He's uh, obviously made big strides again this year, very fast, very skillful. Um Definitely been the shop window for a factory ride, I'd imagine. I know he's more of a supercross guy, not not so big on the outdoors, but um, what's your takes on his series? Yeah, no, he's rode really good all year. I mean, heck, in qualifying, he's always up there. I'm like, damn it, he's there again. Uh, so, no, he's in really good. I mean, yeah, he's another good pick. Um, actually, I forgot about one person. It's um, Pierce Brown. I think he mm. podiumed last year at the last round, which was East-West, and he's kind of another one that's kind of um, got nothing to lose in a you know what screw it let's win let's go for it situation where i think the east west brings a lot of you know kind of uh, nerves and 
a lot of things can change really fast. Um, so for the points guys, I think it's just getting through the night. You know, obviously Jen Hunter are really good, so they'll be up front. Um, but I think you're going to have those people that don't care, um, like a Joe, a Pierce, or a Levi kind of up there. Yeah, good stuff. It's um, just to uh, check the points there, which I've just done there with uh, Hunter's situation. Uh, it's Hayden Deegan, who's second in the championship on 132. Uh, and yeah, basically he is... Uh, He's 45 points back now of Hunter. So Hunter, if Hunter makes five points on Hayden Deegan, which is first or third, then uh, then uh, Hunter is champion. So that's it. So if he comes away with a 50 point or more lead, uh, then uh, yeah, he's champion. So he needs to make five points over Hayden uh, as it as it stands. So I think it's possible, don't you? Yeah, I, I would I would say so too. But uh, you know, it's never over until that that triple flag waves. I guess you could say. So uh, it'll be interesting. So do you see the position? Maybe right. Here's, here's a scenario for you. Jets in front, Hunter second, Deegan's third. Oh, they're moving that 18 bike out of the way. <laughs> Come on through. That's it. Go through and take the title, mate. Do you think Jets will Yeah. Just give me my bonus check when we're done here. I want this race. You know that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy for Hayden to even be in the conversation. I mean, in, in, you know, this early in his career, I mean, he wasn't even supposed to be in this class, was it? They were saying about a year and a half ago, he was in mini bikes in <laughs> Loretta Lynn's, and here he is, the only guy that could possibly deprive Hunter Lawrence of the title. It's mad, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's insane. Um, kid's got a lot of talent, and, uh, you know, he works hard. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's obviously, you know, he, he deserves it. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy to think about first year and, you know, could, could still win a championship. Yeah, been really impressive, and obviously you were a very good amateur as well. And um, how did you find the step up personally? Is it is it a massive, massive leap, and it took a lot of time adapting to, or did you find it quite smooth? You know, the more I, I always say, oh, you know, it was massive, but really, I mean, my second race, I I got a podium, second place mm-hmm. at Daytona. So, you know, I found my 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 feet really quick, and then I think I lost them, and then found them again and lost them. So I don't know; it's hard to say. So uh, no, it's definitely. I mean, you know, it's every everyone you're racing was a good amateur. You know, every every person here has won the Reddas. So it's definitely crazy. Um, you know, no one's bad that you're racing. So that, I think that's the crazy part about it, and that's what makes it so challenging. Is you know, everyone here is good, and everyone has you know a, a good track record. So uh, you know, you're not just beating you know one good guy in the 85 9 to 11 class you know you're beating someone that's won you know an 85 like it, it, it's you know it's pretty much all the winners from you know past years so it's it's pretty crazy yeah and also with your 450s have you ridden the 450 much and maybe how many years do you plan on spending in the 450 class because obviously you've got the the luxury in america of not having an age rule like they do in mxgp so you have that you can be patient you can still make a make a really good living and just build yourself up slowly mate is that is that the plan for the foreseeable yeah. future yeah 100 percent. i mean unless i i win a title and and get forced up i think there's no reason you know obviously that goal is to win a 250 supercross championship and you know 250 outdoor championship so uh yeah until i do that i don't think there's really a reason to move up unless you know something happens and you don't win and you know you have a really good opportunity in the 450 class i think um you know you just stay in 250 mm. class and try and try to you know get that goal achieved um and yeah, I've rode a 450, you know, a little bit. Actually, the most I've ever rode one has been here at Star. Um, we ride one um, a little bit, so it's been fun. They're they're freaking, they're so fast. Except for the Yamaha, so uh, yeah. it's actually been the new one too. So it's been cool to ride and get used to. 
Nice. How does it feel? Is it is it super slim, super streamlined, like everyone's been saying? Really, sort of nimble, handles well, and um, just just uh, just another one on the on your title aspirations. Kind of happy the Lawrence boys are heading out pretty soon. Should make for some pretty epic two fifty classes in the coming years. Yeah, it should be nice to get them out of there. Uh, would have been nice to beat them, but uh, yeah, it'd be nice to get them out. But uh, no, I think um, that new four D is unreal. It's super light. Like in the air, it feels. It feels like the lightest bike ever when you jump. It's it's a really weird feeling, but really nice. Um, and yeah, it feels really nimble. It feels feels light when you're riding it. It doesn't feel really like a 450. And you know, the little bit I have rode of you know rode a 40 in the past, I felt like oh, it's so heavy. It's like you know big semi truck. But this one is it feels heck. It feels like my 250, but just more speed. Yeah, we've had a, a rider of the British Championship say that he's gone from a 250 KTM uh, and gone straight across up to 450 Yamaha, and they've got the new bike as well. And it's like, yeah, he says it's it's almost slimmer than the KTM 250 that he jumped off. So yeah, that's that's pretty crazy, isn't it? For especially handy for guys like you who are thinking of moving up to the machine, it might not be quite a, such a bad idea. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, they're they're making that gap slimmer and slimmer, and I think that yeah, I mean, it makes it easier. Great stuff. And um, yeah, so just to sort of finish things off on the 250 side of it time's racing past here actually you're already uh, getting close to the 50 minute mark there so yeah can't go on for, for much too uh, longer there but um yeah in terms of this weekend who did you think is, uh, is so you thinking it's going to be one of your your star guys that's going to come through yeah i'm gonna i'll go with uh kitchen um i'll go with kitchen and i'll take you with barsha i think he's just been too close too many times now <laughs> and i forget he's from new york right new york yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Home race. He's been close, so I'll, I'll go Barsha and uh, Levi. Nice one. I do want to give a shout out to um, our uh, British rider up there. Third now in points is uh, is Max. I mean, obviously um, a little bit uh, benefiting from uh, Nate dropping out as he did, but uh, yeah, still very handy for Max to get up there into third. Do you do you know Max much? Yeah, actually, he's came and rode with us a few times now because he's at MTF. So short sure. drive, um, and we've we've went there actually. So. Max is he's a really nice guy. I met him through Dean a couple of times too. So uh, yeah, no, he's he's awesome. He's really nice, and uh, it it's cool to train with him too because you know he's mature and kind of you know the old wise man that knows. So uh, it's cool. I think you know he's been really impressive this year on the 250, and uh, definitely definitely someone that you got to keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure. And he's only 10 points back from Hayden. So that uh, second place is still up for grabs. There's a very outside mathematical chance of the title, but really something would have to happen to uh, to Hunter. And I'm sure that this uh, whole, uh, you know, UK-Australia relationship might go a bit sour. If I was to mention that, it might be possible. So I think I'll just uh, leave that one. We're getting on quite well at MX Vice, so we'll leave that one aside for the moment. <laughs> Man, I think the Aussies have got, they're, they're looking pretty good actually over there. And it's, uh, it's exciting to see, obviously, not one, but two and both brothers. It's, it's pretty good for the sport, obviously here, and pretty good for the sport in general because they bring a bring a lot to it, don't they, mate? Yeah, hundred percent. They bring a lot to the sport. They're uh, they've brought a lot of eyes. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think Jet Jet this four fifty outdoors is going to be interesting. Um, obviously, he proved he could do it at Des Nation, so I'm excited for that too. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, that, that nation's again. I think I think Team Spain. I think uh, I think I'm with, uh, I think I'm in there. I think that's uh, your main opposition there, Ed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, could could well be. Uh, it's it's always funny with those some of those uh, European nations. How many riders America send, or who wants to go, or who's who's sending who, which team allows what. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it'd be really cool to see you know your Sexton and these kind of Tomac or whatever happens over there, and and sort of trying their 
the hand on those savage tracks and they just get those chainsaws going and the flares and the, the vibe's always pretty uh, intimidating. They let you know they're there. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah France, Australia, Spain, America, you know, even Germany's got some got some quality talent, Italy. Like it's the, the world's, um, yeah, it's just stacked with talent. Even your Norways and your Denmark, Finland have got a lot of pretty handy riders. So it's pretty cool to see. Estonia is another one that's not short on talent. So. Yeah, yeah it should be great, mate. I hope to get there, but if uh, if I can't, uh, there's the TV. Oh, we've got to get, get, get you there. We've got to get you to Erne. is stunning, absolutely stunning. It's uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to go in 2015 styles to uh, to Erne. So um, it was actually the first uh, first motocross I took my other half to my partner. So yeah, she uh, she was a bit bombed out by the Germans with her chainsaws and the smoke flares, just <laughs> right up in front of her, like you know, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> right at the end of the first corner. So, uh, this is this is uh, European motocross. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, then my, my, my wife's a fashion designer, so she will uh, definitely like the France side of it, maybe tempt her with a bit of a Paris trip and then take her into the trenches at, at the Nations and the Portaloos and the, and the Gumboots. So a bit of a shock there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, honey, just... honey, we're going to Paris. Oh, actually, yeah. we're race. <laughs> it's south. <laughs> <laughs> it's much further south. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, Close enough. Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, near the beaches. Near the beaches. The beaches are your style. I mean, you know, right. you, you guys have got good beaches, but you know, they're uh, yeah, the, the French ones are, are all right as well. So yeah, great stuff. Okay, so I mean, just uh, to ask yourself, uh, stars. I mean, uh, what? Um, just to take you back a little bit in your career, when was it you thought that sort of pro might be possible? When was it that you really sort of thought, okay, this this now really is my sort of life mission, if you like? When was that? sort of moment for you if there was a moment i'd say probably um 2014 i was 85 actually i was 12 so yeah i was 12 ama 11 and i was kind of i had a really good year of winning a lot um and i kind of grew up me and pierce brown battled a lot and uh joe shimoda had come i think he was over at that point um so at that point i was like man like you know i'm kind of I've kind of won a lot and, uh, you know, I think, I think we can actually do something with this and kind of, I was, you know, a big Cowie kid back then. And, uh, you know, I kind of just, I don't know. I kind of just talked with everyone. I kind of was like, right, you know what? I think I can do this. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, growing up in um, Bakersfield, obviously your old man and that and your family had a big influence and that's quite a strong scene out there. There's a few, quite a lot of riders come, coming through and come through from there. So it was a, it was a good upbringing, mate, to um, get to where you are now. Yeah, yeah, no, I love Baco. Just, you know, kind of grew up riding in the hills and just riding, you know, we had a lot of natural terrain, rough tracks and fields and stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously we have a good, you know, resume of riders coming from there um, that, you know, kind of speaks for itself, which is weird because actually my trainer, Swanepoel, uh, just went, Swanee just went, and he's like, man, there was nothing in Bakersfield. Like, you guys have one little track? Like, why doesn't it make sense? Um, so it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just something about Bakersfield. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I love it. It's home. Nice. nice. Yeah. We've got to say about Joe, actually, not a bad return uh, to action at the weekend. I thought he uh, did himself quite well. Obviously, he had that little spill that looked more just nerves in the middle of the pack in, the, in his heat race than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, the crash of the day I had to go to Cien Cerullo in his heat race. I mean, that was an Ooh. absolute absolute monster but yeah uh, going back to joe there i mean um yeah not a bad return to form you think just holding off no, answer there no not at all especially when you come into a season and everyone's been racing you know it's hard 
hard to hit the ground running and I think you know he did he he, he was solid and I think he I think that'll be his worst round um, besides, you know, the East-West. Obviously, there's going to be more people, but I think Nashville going to be on the box for sure. Nice one. Good stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, one thing that just uh, we'd like to ask people there towards the end of the interview is there, just to end it on a, a bit of a positive note there. Uh, what would you say is your absolute most amazing, shining motocross moment? What was the bit that you would say you, you drove away from the track, you were like, yeah, this is awesome. Man, um, probably, probably my first Supercross program at Daytona or my probably that or my first outdoor, probably my first outdoor at Redbud, just because it was a bit more special to 30s um i fell um battling with rj down to the wire for the podium that was pretty cool and i left like yeah redbud for sure because i left knowing that i didn't leave anything out on the track like i left knowing like you know it was a good day i gave everything i had i ended on the podium and yeah it was just special good stuff okay ed any more questions from yourself there before we close things off for tonight yeah and no, i just wanted to say thanks for thanks for joining us mate it's been a great chat and um yeah, you've been giving us plenty of insight and it's uh, good to see you staying upbeat and all the best for the recovery. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I look forward to it and maybe we'll uh, all meet up in Ernie. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> with, with the wives, mate, with the wives. <laughs> sell the beaches, sell the beaches, fight them with the beaches. <laughs> yeah, beaches. Babe, we're going to see the beach. <laughs> Ah, superb. Okay, so great stuff. Just got to thank our sponsors again for making sure that uh, making all this happen. AS3 Performance, who stock a huge selection of aftermarket motocross parts available from the 1980s Evo two-stroke models to the current four-stroke bikes. Um, Golf race fuels across sports cars, single-seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield. Golf banners associated with winning whatever the discipline. And, of course, thank you to Kawasaki Motors UK uh, with their all-new KLX140R range. Uh, Check that out with three different uh, sizes for the junior riders uh, to take them right from beginner's step up to adult racing so yeah thanks to everybody for joining us and of course even strokes we all got to say brad weeder 10 is the code uh, if you go on board and again best of wishes to brad weeder who's uh, who might be a father of three now instead of a father of one like he uh, was before the day started so uh, yeah fingers crossed to uh, for both uh, him and beth you uh, on the on the baby trail stars that seems to be getting in, in fashion in supercross now <laughs> No, I'm, I'm good for now. I'm good for now. Maybe, maybe later down the road. Look how much faster Jason was at the weekend. You know, right, right. If it, if it was a guarantee, we might have be having a different talk. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff okay well thanks to everybody for helping us out with that with the sponsors and everything and even strokes.com as well just make sure you check them out but yeah stars been great to have you on board mate thank you so much for that and yeah like as ed said all the best best for the recovery and uh yeah we will hopefully we will speak to you uh in in the future we'll be happy to have you back on board anytime you felt like it so um yeah it'd be good and uh yeah if we could uh have a beer at the, at the nations that'd be great so awesome stuff yeah right. thank you guys thank, you stars. thank everybody for tuning in thank you ed and uh yeah we'll see you next week we have got more guests booked but uh, i don't even like to say the name in case it goes wrong but yeah we have got a few weeks booked ahead of us now and they're not all star monster energy uh yamaha riders so yeah we'll, we'll make it a bit more diverse as we go through so yeah thank you everybody for tuning in this has been the mx vice smx review show uh we'll speak to you next week take care